0: Hello, 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 Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Charm School Podcast. I'm Sunday Eli, and we're getting ready for the Christmas holiday. I try to make these uh, audios as much evergreen as possible, but I'm excited. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite holidays, and so we're getting ready for Christmas time, Christmas season, and I actually woke up today. I usually record on another day, but I woke up today with this message on my heart and mind and I want to share it with all of you charmers as we go into this celebratory season and that is stop trying to make sense of it (laughs) I kid you not I have gone over and over and over let me say this again I have repeatedly gone over and over and over in my mind, trying to make sense of it all. And what I specifically mean by that is I am an author. A lot of people don't know that. I never advertised the book that I wrote many years ago. That's very powerful, but I've mentioned a few times here in the podcast. I am a sports reporter. A lot of people do know that about myself because that is where I spend a lot of energy self-promoting and then i'm also a trailblazer where i work for private clients uh very high level private clients visionaries and also professional athletes and i build things for them in the digital landscape so that could be websites that could be even though i really I'm not going to build any more websites (laughs) for anybody else, but that could be an online store. In the past, it was websites. Um, I've built people's online stores. I have built people's podcast networks. I have done so many creative things, social media content, of course, Um, building people's aesthetic, creating their brand colors, their brand energy, blog writing, ghost writing for people, creating sales copy for their online e-courses, um... So much stuff, uh, editing editing people's online books and workbooks and text and stuff like that. I've done so many things for my private clients and I've never advertised it. It's just word of mouth business or I'll just pitch people and people will work with me. And it's just been absolutely amazing. And so there's so much that I do and I'm always working, constantly working, constantly God gives me these divine ideas and I heard a sermon many years ago that challenged the listener and it said, what do you have in your hand? There are so many of us that are running around working job to job to job to job. And, you know, we are at a job, we, you know, it's good for a while, then you outgrow it, which is normal, and you're ready for your next challenge. And we are just working from job to job to job and we're so accustomed and trained to the nine to five lifestyle. And I've been so blessed. When I heard that sermon, uh, what do you have in your hand? And the man challenged the the audience and he said, God give, can give you an idea that can allow you to eat off of that idea. Like financially, it will provide for you for a whole year. It's like, there's some people that have been eating off of the idea that God gave them for their entire lifetime. Maybe one day God said, do this speech. They did the speech and then a whole career opened up for them. And they've been eating off of that one God-breathed inspirational idea for their entire life. And I just believe that. And so I started, I just was like, okay, what do I have in my hand? Well, I'm a storyteller. I'm a trailblazer. I am an innovator. I create things. I am a true creative. There's some people that are creative and they do graphic design and different things like that. I am truly a creative, a storyteller, a journalist at my core. And the modern day reporter, the modern day journalist has to know how to tell stories on multiple platforms. Not only do you have to be a writer, which I've always been a writer ever since I was a child. It was always my strongest subject. My father is a writer and my parents always told me that I got it naturally from my father. And I have always been a writer. I wrote poetry in high school. I performed. I've always been a performer. I performed always growing up, dance, um, ballet, tap, jazz, any kind of dance you can think of. And even now I still do samba dance. I, um, like I said, did poetry. I wrote poetry. I did pageants growing up and my talent was always spoken word and I would get these amazing divine inspired uh, poems and I would perform them. And when I would perform them, I would get so into character. I would go out on stage barefoot and I would perform uh, a poem like Erica Badu, and I would be so into it. And people would love it. And I would perform in front of stages of people. I would dance in front of stages of people. And I just, I don't know. I didn't even expect to share all that with y'all this morning or whenever you are listening to this. But I do know that since I've gotten older, I've tried to put all of that stuff in a box. I've tried to streamline it so that it can make sense to the world. And honestly, I think a lot of that has come from the culture of being a reporter. When you're a reporter and you work in uh, the public media, there is a lot of, and not just that, but branding and marketing marketing as well in general, there is typically a culture that says well all of your social media handles need to be the same congruent so people it's easier for people to find you and that makes sense business-wise and I've heard a lot of people who are hiring for on-camera television roles will say oh well you know um it looks like you're interested in in all different kinds of things. I can't tell that you really, really want to do this thing because you have this, you have travel, you have this, you have that, and it doesn't make sense to them. And you know what I really want to say? Bleep you. <laughs> I really want to say forget you because at the end of the day, it don't need to make sense to nobody else's but you. It only needs to make sense to you. And I think I spent at least a good two, three, four years of my life trying to fit me in a box when the reality is I've always been a performer. I've always been a talker. I've always been a leader. I've always written poetry. I've always been passionate about justice. I used to want to be a lawyer growing up. And I actually, that's, I interview so many reporters, and it's so funny because a lot of journalists and reporters either wanted to be a lawyer or a reporter. And it's it's just amazing. I always felt that that was misplaced until until I started talking to people and realized, wow, so many of us are the same. We care about storytelling. We care about the truth, and that's why a lot of us got into this industry. Um, so that's just amazing. Like, there's stop trying to fit into the box is the point. Stop trying to fit into the box. Be you. Color outside the lines. When we're kids, and the Bible even says you have to come to God with childlike faith. You can't, you have to come to God as a child. Suffer the kingdom, you know, to come unto him as little children. Because little children have an imagination. Little children aren't. Their brain hasn't been shut down by society. They haven't absorbed all of the cultural norms of society. They just are. They just exist. And the older I get, the more I really lean into just existing. Exist, getting bad, the more I lean into and I understand it's so important for us to get back to just existing, just being, and stripping off these additional layers of culture and society that we've so easily taken on, that quite frankly don't belong to us. That's something else someone else created to fit people in a box, to organize people, so that people can self assimilate a certain type of way. You're not that person, you're a leader. You're a leader, you're called to bear your light and to heal your sector of the world. You're called to stand out. You're called to be that performer on stage. You're called out of the pack. Many are called, but if you are chosen, you are called. Many are called, okay? Okay, you are called. So step into being chosen. Step into being chosen, step away from the pack. And so that is what was laid on my heart today is to step out step out step out stop trying to make sense of it all stop trying to say well you know this got to make sense with this and let me try to give specific examples i have an amazing friend who works in the beauty industry and is passionate about skincare and makeup and these are things that she does in her free time she's great at it and i know she's also interested in so many other things and she's currently manifesting a new job right now super excited for her and she's she's working she's on a job but currently manifesting her next challenge she's ready for her next challenge but she's also super gifted at makeup and skincare and wants to be an influencer and she i just i see it for her and i have so many friends that are doing incredible things that are studying to be OBGYN. I have another girlfriend. She's awesome. She's in New York City studying to be an OBGYN right now. And it is an uphill battle, but she has stayed with it. I mean, somebody who I will trust to deliver all of my children and give me medical advice because I know how hard she works towards her green. Nothing has been given to her. She did not grow up with a silver spoon. I'm not going to expose all of her background and her history, but I know a lot of her background and history. And she comes from Oakland, California. And my other friend that works in the beauty industry out of the Midwest and Chicago. And so these are, you know, different kind of communities where they grew up with you know, very different kind of childhoods. These are not people that came from, you know, Daddy Warbucks. I like to use that. These are not people that were adopted by Daddy Warbucks, okay? Or raised by Daddy Warbucks. These are people that came from little. And they have made such great strides and I'm so proud of them. And you charmers that are listening to this, maybe you, you know, left the country, your homeland. I know so many women that left uh, countries in Africa, left countries in South America, the Caribbean, and moved to the United States for the hopes of a better life and created a life for themselves as fitness teachers and dancers and hair hair beauticians and aestheticians and daycare folks and just you know writers and and they really rely on their creative skill sets without you know all of the formal Harvard education or whatever and it's been incredible to just know them and to see how they've built a whole area for themselves a whole stage for themselves leaving everything behind some of us won't even leave the the block that we grew up on We won't leave our city. Oh my God, I don't understand. Okay, I'm not gonna share my opinion, but there's some of us that are so scared to leave the place that we've always been. And And I'm so grateful that God has put me around so many amazing women who are 100% in their womanhood, who are 100% charmers, who understand the magic of being a woman, who are not afraid to tap into spirituality, who are not afraid to pray, who understand that they're powerful manifestors, who love God and magnify him and and understand something about the mind-body-spirit-soul connection that many women are asleep to in this country. And they did so without going to Harvard or Princeton or Cambridge or all these other places They did so relying on who they are. They trusted the spirit that's within them and that spirit led them and guided them into abundance, into wealth, into prosperity, into joy. And there's so much that I've gleaned from them. They've actually been healers to me. They've helped me continue to pull off a lot of the layers that I've tried to put on growing up in this society. But I go back to the story of my beautiful friends. I have so many of them that are doing such incredible things and they are so gifted in so many other areas. They're poets, they're artists, they're designers. I have friends that can put together some bomb fashions and uh, eclectic, beautiful pieces that are unique and designed. I have a friend that does design and bedazzles and jewels, custom-made pieces And it's her clientele cannot be the everyday person. She has to work for celebrities and stars and people who want custom pieces like a Liberace or back in the day or a a Michael Jackson. When they're performing on stage, they need these unique custom wow pieces that regular people don't have, Okay, because they are a performer. They are a public figure. And she creates these custom, unique, beautiful pieces um, that are fit for royalty, And she's so gifted and she's also gifted at finance. She's an intelligent person. She's a mind as well. And so there's so many gifts and talents that we have as women. We are creators. We are truly creators. We really are. And I really want to encourage you to stop trying to fit into the box. Stop trying to make sense of it. Allow yourself to paint. I also love to paint. (laughs) I've always loved to draw. I've always loved art. I've always loved to paint. And it it is a part of my passion for journalism and storytelling and creating things for people online. I like to create pretty things for people online. And um, yeah, and so I just want to encourage you to stop trying to fit into the box. Stop trying to turn off the faucet. Mm, That's such a good image. Stop trying to turn off the faucet of creativity you are a creative being. You need to create. Your job does not define you. That's just the choice of the thing that you decided to do for financial profit. But your job doesn't define you. You define your job. Your degree doesn't define you. You define your degree. Don't go over and over and over and over and over and over and over in your head about, oh, I can't do this because it doesn't make sense. Oh, well, you know, everything has to be on brand and it has to match. Oh, well, you know, I'm a reporter and I work in local news and I have this photography passion But, you know, I can't really pursue photography because I'm a storyteller and everything. If I actually really want to climb the ladder, stop, 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 stop. Like all that chatter and all that reasoning is you trying to slowly turn off the pipe, the water faucet, to all the areas that God has gifted you to be creative in. And so I really want to, again, encourage you to let the water flow. Let the water flow. If people don't understand it, so what? Do it anyway. Do it anyway. I think of people like T.D. Jakes. Yes, he's a preacher, but he also is an author. He also loves music and he loves plays. He loves performance, And so he does these awesome plays for his church and those plays turned into books sometimes and sometimes books turn into plays and sometimes those literary works turn into scripts and then they turned into movies and now he's in the film industry. Then he had his own television show on on, on TV, I think it was CBS or ABC or something like that. And even I'm thinking from there, I'm thinking about Steve Harvey, who started as a comedian and then from a comedian landed his own television shows. He's also an author. He's still doing television. Now he's doing like advice television and daytime talk show hosting, you know, not to mention all the other things he's probably into both of those men. They probably have real estate and um, TD Jakes has leadership conferences. He's also a speaker, you know, so many different things. And there's probably other things that we don't even see that they do that are a part of their skill sets. And let me think of some women. Of course, I'm the first person that comes to mind is Oprah Winfrey, who started as a reporter and now has, yes, impacted the world. We think the world, but there are people in the world that don't know Oprah Winfrey. But she's impacted such a large segment of the world and has executive produced things, has acted and is a great actress, has started her own network, you know? And so there's so many things that she has done over the course of her lifetime that I'm sure that when she was you know, 19, 18 years old and probably had all of these passions, especially coming from Mississippi, T.D. Jakes coming from West Virginia and Steve Harvey coming from Ohio. I'm sure their dreams, even Tyler Perry coming from New Orleans and coming up with plays to escape his reality of the abuse in his home. You know, there there were times, I'm sure if they shared their what they wanted to do in their life with anybody people probably looked at them and said you were crazy you're gonna go get this kind of job to bring this kind of income and 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 quite frankly you do need income to even get your dream off the ground because it does take money to fund your dream you know i'll never forget t jakes talked about opening a window siding company and him and his brother went into business together to to pursue entrepreneurship to clean windows wash windows and clean people's houses you know uh put up siding and clean siding and stuff like that, and um, that got, that couldn't have been further from <laughs> he's an entrepreneur, but definitely he's an entrepreneur for sure, but that wasn't really what he was called for and called to, and so I'm saying all this to say, I'm trying to think of another example of a woman, um, let's say, Kerry Washington, I don't know why she's the first person that came to mind, but started with Broadway or even Taraji P. Henson has always talked about being passionate about hair and obviously has this amazing career as an actress, but also started her own hairline, her own product line. And I'm thinking of Kerry Washington, who started in Broadway and moved into acting in terms of film and television, and made our hearts sing with Olivia Pope, and also is super passionate about politics. And her husband, Namdi Asamoah, former NFL uh, player with the Oakland Raiders and also played in college (laughs) at my alma mater, UC Berkeley. Hey, shout out to us. Okay. And (laughs) married Kerry Washington. And now, well, he was doing some acting before then, but now has a production company and he's passionate about storytelling and controlling the narrative. And so many other people, there's so many people That I could think of right now. They're starting to flood my brain. Uh, Devon Franklin making good. There's so many different people that are allowing themselves to expand into other territories. Even Russell Wilson and Sierra, they are constantly launching businesses. My God, I just saw they launched some other um, R. R and C collection, LRC collection. I don't even know what that is yet. But they are constantly launching things. They launched a school. They uh, Lebron James launched a school. Like they just launched a school. Why not you academy? Um, they have their production company. Sierra just started a label. I think is the label called Beauty Marks. I'm not 100% sure. I know that was the album on the label, but, uh, you know, started as a singer and now has grown into all these different areas, motherhood, wife, and entrepreneur, businesswoman, they own a school now, like to whom much is given, much is required. Can you imagine them, what I'm learning about people on the next level? And I'm so happy that God has allowed me to uh, preview this. And obviously it's meant for you to hear. All of you who are listening at this time, at your appointed time that you're called to this, I am starting to learn that people of wealth, people who have been given much, one, they dare to dream much. That's the first thing. If you're taking notes, this is probably the time to pull out a pen and paper because I I know the Holy Spirit is going to download right now. And I'm grateful. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through me. People of wealth, they have been given much. And the scripture that says, to whom much is given, much is required. And the first thing that I know that they have is they allow themselves to be dreamers. They allow themselves to dream much. They allow themselves to pursue their dream. They give themselves permission to do the thing that doesn't make sense. And it makes sense to them. God has given them the vision, but maybe it doesn't make sense. You know, maybe if Russell Wilson had a different type of coach and maybe he has had coaches in the past where, hey, bro, I heard you, I read online, you launched a school. What, What are you doing launching a school? We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like, I'm sure there are people out there that have that opinion, but he does it anyway because he's a man of wealth. Because he understands that much has been given to him and much is required of him. Because his heartstrings get pulled on by different issues that happen in our world. Maybe he's always wanted to have a school. Maybe Sierra's always wanted to have a school. Maybe they've always wanted to impact the next generation to give them something and deposit something within them that they've learned along the way. Maybe they want to make an impact in in particular communities and help people. I don't know. You know, I would love to know them personally. I don't know them right now personally, you know. So I can't give you that answer as to why they decided to do it other than they clearly got the divine download that it was time for them to do it. And that's how I feel even with this podcast it was challenging for me, like how am I going to pursue a podcast about womanhood and etiquette and manifestation and encouraging women along their journey to continue to take that step into their womanhood and into their ultimate great greatness when I'm over here trying to be a sports reporter. And I know that that audience is 100%, well, it's not 100% male, but it's like 85% male. And they're looking for X's and O's and facts and figures. And it's a completely different energy than this energy, which is spirit led, very creative, very feminine, very soft, very supple, okay, smelling good, very sexy, all right? This is a whole different side of Sunday Eli than sports reporting. And I've struggled with that because, well, I should say in the past, I've struggled with that because I'm claiming victory and clarity of this moment to just do it. Take the download that God has given you, Take the download that God has given you. What is it that he's put in your hand? What is it that he's put in your hand? Because the first thing you need to do is allow yourself to accept that dream. Accept that divine inspiration. Accept that spiritual awakening that God has given you and pursue it. That's the first thing. Because when you pursue the things of God, when you pursue those digital downloads, like I like to call them digital downloads, when you pursue that divine inspiration, I guarantee you doors of opportunity will be made for you and it doesn't need to make sense to anyone else. And honestly, I want to say it doesn't even need to make sense to you. It may not make sense to you at first. You may feel, I used to, this is so hilarious to me, but I used to say when I was in high school, guys, this is over 10 years ago, I used to say I'm a trillionaire woman, and I used to call all my girlfriends. I was like, we're trillionaire women. Now, have I ever seen a trillion dollars before? I don't think so, okay, but I used to say that, and then when I went to college, I called myself Billionaire Bronze on all my social media content, and the Holy Spirit reminded me of that and and reminded me that you have seed in the ground from a long time ago, Sunday, You have seed in the ground from a long time ago, and every year that you've, you know, become more accultured to society, you've tried to turn off that faucet of imagination and you've settled for less. When God is a God of abundance, there is no lack in God, like there is no sickness in God. So why have you accepted less from me? No, go back. Literally, God has been challenging me to go back, go back to billionaire bronze, go back to trillionaire woman, trillion dollar woman, trillionaire woman, go back to that. Go back to those seeds that you planted so many years ago, go back to poetry, go back to performing, go back and remember Who you were as a kid, what you were dreaming as a kid, what your dreams and your hopes were as a kid. Because those are the things that you believe that you could pursue without any limitation. Those were the things that you believed in yourself about. Those were the things that gave you the energy and the life to get up and to keep going. So that's the first thing I really want to encourage you. To dream. To dream. And to pursue those dreams. Dream, it doesn't need to make sense. Take the digital download and pursue those dreams. The second thing that I learned from people of wealth, that I've been learning from people of wealth, is that they have multiple projects happening. They have multiple projects happening all at the same time. And this is why it really takes a team And I can hear you right now. Oh, a team takes money. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, if you affirm it, that's why you don't have it, sis. You have to do your work. You have to pray and seek God. And you have to open up the door and start investing in other people to help you build the vision and the downloads that God has given you. Russell Wilson doesn't have time to to be a quarterback pursuing a Super Bowl and start a school and be intimately involved in all the details of the school and intimately involved in his production company and intimately involved in Sierra's record label Sierra doesn't have time to be intimately involved with all the business decisions and details she doesn't have time she's too busy being a creative she's too busy performing getting the digital downloads of what to do next and what song to write and raising her kids you know, and she has help doing that, <laughs> okay, cleaning her house, being a wife, like all these different things require a team, same for T d Jakes. he needs a team, he has to have a team, he touches too many lives, and that's it as you're growing and expanding on this journey, people of wealth, women of wealth, but definitely just people of wealth in general, you have to open up your life and you have to allow people to come into your life to help you build. And the reality is, you can find someone right at the level that you're at. And that is really the lesson that I have accepted as of lately. And I look forward to investing in people coming along to help me because I used to say this in the beginning of the year and now we're at the end of the year. I used to say, I've gone as far as I can go by myself. I've built as much of my platform as I can by myself, I have to invest in a team. And there's been different people that have been attracted into my life over the years. And I there's a part of me that wants to say, I don't even know. Like, I, I've been so nervous. Like, can I afford to pay people? Can I afford to have a team? But I have to have a team because God gives me so much. He gives me so much, and I spend so much of my time absent from the creative space trying to just get the creative ideas that God has given me off the ground. When the reality is, I've reached capacity at producing my own content, at producing and and carrying the weight by myself. And it's so amazing. I have a woman In my life, who is an amazing, an amazing woman, and she can pray, y'all, okay? My mom always says, I can pray. This woman can pray. And sometimes when I just need to touch and connect with someone, I will call her up and we will pray about things. And it's always powerful. And in her prayer with me, uh, was it this week? I think it was. With her prayer with me this week, she said to me, Sunday, I just feel that you need a team and that God is getting ready to send you a team it's just when you're ready when you're ready they will appear because you are at a place in your business and in your life where you need a team now i haven't told anybody that but that was a confirmation of something that i've been knowing all year that it's time you know it's time russell wilson doesn't and sierra or um diddy T.D. Jakes, any person, Oprah Winfrey, any of these people that may be the public figures that you look up to, even if it's an influencer online, they have to have help. They have, There gets to a point where they can't do it by themselves anymore. You have to hire that videographer. You have to hire that photographer. You have to hire that image consultant. You have to allow yourself to invest in other people. And I guarantee you, you will end up earning more. When you open your hand, there's an image I have right now in my hand, in my mind. When your fist is closed, I can't. That's how I see see the word I can't. Close your fist right now. Make it tight. Make a tight ball in your fist. This is the energy you have when you say I can't. I can't invest in anyone. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't invest in someone. I can't hire someone to work with me. This is what you're doing. You're cutting off Receiving. Because your hand is closed. So everything that you already possessed is all you will be able to possess. Because you do not have the capacity to receive more. But go ahead and slowly release that fist. Slowly, slowly open up. Slowly, just go really slow and open it up until your hand and your palm are facing your eyes, your eyelids, your the sky. And keep on opening until you're stretching your hands wide, right? That's all it takes. Some of you may open up your hands faster than others, but even if you just start opening up a little bit at a time, even if you just start opening up a little bit at a time, guess what? You will allow yourself to receive. It may be receiving a little bit at a time, but that's okay. Continue to open up. Take your step. Take your journey. If you're the type of person that's like, I'm all in, let's do it, then do that too. But no matter where you are, just begin to open up. And as you open up and give and deposit in others and bring people along of your team and of your staff, guess what? You are going to allow yourself to receive more because it takes a village. And quite frankly, I always, oh my gosh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I've always said this since I was a teenager. Someone is waiting on you to be great. I feel this again. I think I've said this in other audios, but I feel this so strongly for you are called to plug into this podcast of Miss Charm School Podcast. (laughs) You are called. You are chosen. And there are people waiting on you to step into your greatness. There are people waiting on you to pick up the phone and say, hey, you know what? I need an editor. I need someone to manage my social media account. I need someone to edit these videos because I'm at capacity. There's someone waiting on you to do that. You know why? Because you doing that allows them to step fully into their purpose. You doing that is now allowing them who works some job that they hate, but they have this really dope video creative skill on the side. They need you to fund their dream because it encourages them to continue to pursue that. And who knows, they may be called to work with you for a lifetime. And even if they're not called to work with you for a lifetime, maybe they're called to work with you for a season to help you get to that next place in your career where the next level of person is going to see you who is living in their passion of finding amazing talent. And now you've built this amazing, incredible platform and people are knocking on your door to bring you more opportunities because you decided to not sit in the box. You decided to dream. You decided to pursue those dreams and you decided to open up your hand. And to allow yourself to have multiple projects going on at once and you allowed yourself to invest in other people to help you build the dreams that God has given you. I guarantee you sis it will profit. Every single time you make that deposit in someone else's life remind yourself it's profiting and give yourself a speech of gratitude. Thank you God. Thank you God that you've allowed me to invest in someone else's life. Even if you're you're earning $200,000 a year or you're earning $39,000 a year. Someone earning, it doesn't even matter how much you're currently bringing in financially because there's people that are earning $120,000 a year. There are people that are multimillionaires and guess what? They spend, They they make tons of money, but they're still broke. They never have money to do different things. Because their money's tied up going to so many different places. And it's not investing in their business. It's not investing in other people to help them continue to make more money. Their money's just going to the car payment and the mortgage and the this and the that. So yeah, they're bringing in more money than the $30,000 a year person. But their money's already allocated to so many other places. And so they find themselves living paycheck to paycheck, even though they're earning over six figures. So it doesn't matter where your financial status is at. What matters is your mindset. I want you to really hear that. And I hope you're writing that down. What matters is your mindset. You can be earning $39,000, but with the right mindset, you won't be earning that for long. That thirty-nine dollars a year will go to thirty-nine dollars a month. Because you'll have the right mindset. And if you are someone listening to this who has six, seven figures and you have a poor mindset, you need to do the work to change that mindset so that you can start reallocating your money to the places that God has designed for them to flow and to go. And maybe you would stop actually living paycheck to paycheck if you do the thing that God has told you to do instead of delaying. I That's a word right there. I I just, that's a word. Maybe your account would not be overdrawn if you would actually send your money the places it's supposed to go. And maybe it's supposed to go to someone else right now to help you build your platform. Ding, ding, ding. I think the answer is yes. Okay. So those are a couple of things that I've learned from wealthy people. They allow themselves to dream. They allow themselves to pursue those dreams. They have multiple projects going on that don't really make sense to the natural mind, okay? We think, okay, be a doctor and you're going to be rich. That's how culture has tried to um, teach a lot of people. But multiple streams of income often come from multiple different ideas, okay? And it takes a team to bring those different visions to life, So those those are some of the things that I want to leave with you today. And I really want to encourage you to get out of the box, sis. Stop turning off the faucet. Stop making excuses for yourself. Just do it. Just do it. Just start. Just do it. Just start. Hire the person. Make the investment. Grow. It's worth it. You can't do it all anyway. You got great ideas and projects that are half finished, that you just need to finish. (laughs) You got projects that you just need to finish. And it means that you need to hire someone to get that done and know that it's going to come back to you. You got to step outside of the stress and the strain of, oh my God, what, what is the next job that I'm going to have? What am I going to do next? You got to, you got to shift your brain out of that space you got to turn off the TV. You got to uh, unplug from social media. You got to get into your word. You got to get into the mirror. You got to write your affirmations. You got to read something different. You have to consume different knowledge so that your belief systems can change. Accumulated repetition, Accumulated repetition of the right things r- impacts your belief system. When your belief systems change, that impacts your thoughts. When your thoughts change, that impacts your words. And I even like to go so much, as I would like to go a step further and say that your belief affects your feelings. Your feelings affect your thoughts and your thoughts affect your words. And the reason why I would like to put feelings in there It's because of a scripture that says, out of the heart, the abundance of the mouth speaks. You can always see where someone's heart is because they will tell you when they open up their mouth and they speak. And while the heart does have intelligence, it's not the typical thoughts in terms of brain thoughts. It's our feeling thoughts. And so your feelings matter. If you feel like you can't do something, it's going to come out of your mouth which means it's a belief system, which means it's a feeling. You gotta uproot that, which means you gotta consume different knowledge. You have to consume repeatedly on repeat. I like to say OD. You gotta OD on positive motivational knowledge until it gets in your heart system, until it gets in your bloodstream. Like people say, oh, you know, Cleaning if a dirty, if a river is dirty, you gotta clean that stream before it's drinkable. You gotta clean your bloodstream before it's drinkable, before you can actually manifest the things that God has called you to pursue and to bring forth in this life. You gotta clean that bloodstream. That's your river. You gotta clean that heart stream. That's your river. Stop turning your attention to other people. Oh my God, I used to be so stuck here. I'm so serious, and I know this is gonna help someone. I used to be so stuck on, well, I've done everything that I need to do. Now somebody needs to give me the opportunity so that I can show the world what I can do. I don't need anybody else. You don't need anybody else. That is a slap in the face to God. God created that person just like he created you. What if God says calls that person home tomorrow? And they die and they don't have that title and that position anymore. Now you've made their title and their position and therefore that person, God, and you've made them more powerful than the God of the universe that created the both of you, that allows the sun to rise and the moon to rise every day, that allows you to have breath in your body, just like that other person has breath in their body. That person's not God, God forbid, but I used to be so stuck there. See, I'm only able to give you that knowledge because I changed what I was consuming because I took the time to learn something different because I took the time to have accumulated knowledge so that I could learn hey what is what what's why is this what's going on God and God is so faithful he's constantly teaching me constantly giving me these downloads I had to take the power away I was attributing too much power and influence to people These people don't know what they they got their own life. A lot of the people that you're looking at like, man, this person just get God. Please let this person give me a job. That person does not care. They may hate that job that you are are crazy about and trying to um, manifest and trying to walk into. And you're giving that person too much power. They're not more powerful than your God. You're glorifying the job and the title. God doesn't care about that. If you are a doctor, be a doctor, heal people. If you are into beauty and makeup and skincare, do that. It may not happen and unfold the way that you envisioned it. It may, not, it may come through a job opportunity, but it may come through you building it on your own. I don't know. Those are answers that God will give you clarity on. I'm just here to encourage you to pursue it, sis. I'm here to encourage you to stop trying to make sense of it. Stop trying to make sense of it. Just do it. Just do it. Whatever it is, just do it and allow yourself to grow through the stages. Allow yourself to grow through the stages. That's a beautiful thing about this this journey of life is that there is no lack in God. And so whatever you're desiring right now, five years from now, your desire should be so different. A year from now, your desire should be so different because you should be able to look back over your life and see, wow, in 365 days, I checked all these different things off the list that I desired. Okay, I'm ready for the next challenge. I'm ready for the next level, God. You don't want to be stagnant and five years from now, you're still desiring to get a promotion on your job. You're still desiring to move to another city. No, 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 no. It don't take that long. It really doesn't take that long. Even if, it's, even if it's on a small scale, even if, you know, maybe the promotion doesn't come, but you started some outside entity or, you know, let's some people, they love working their nine to five. They're passionate about it. They're called to it. They're good at it. But that doesn't mean that you're still not a creative person. Maybe you're starting a club outside of work. Maybe you start a nonprofit. There should be something that you're doing because God is constantly giving you ideas. He's constantly giving you ideas. If you can learn how to tap, think of it like this. And then I'm going to wrap up here. When you lay down at night, think of laying there on your back. Look up at the ceiling and imagine there's this invisible stream. It's like a beautiful lavender purple, purple color. And it's just a stream that's just floating above you. It's just floating above you. And when you're laying down at night, you're looking up and you're looking at it and you can see this stream. Now, if you can touch that stream, with your fingers or if your head can touch that stream like if you can just you know typically you can go uh, if you fill a tub of water you can dip your head in the tub of water right or if you're getting baptized right you typically go down to get in the tub of water imagine that this is like a mystical purple stream and it's a it's above your head if you can leave your realm and immerse yourself into the water above if you can dip your head or peek your head or touch your finger into that stream above you, that mystical purple stream. That is how I imagine ideas. There are a stream of divine, multi-billion, trillionaire ideas that are readily available to you. Readily divine ideas that are readily available to you. They've been right above you all this time. But you just don't tap into the stream. There are divine ideas sent for you to change the the trajectory of your family history, for you to birth things into this world that are for such a time as this. But we're not tapping into it. We don't know that we have to reach up. We don't know that we have to meditate. In our meditation, we can elevate our physical body. We can leave our physical body and tap into spirit which allows us to tap into that stream. You can actually affirm to yourself day in and day out. There's something that I like to say, and you're free to take this one. I have rich millionaire ideas. And when I say rich millionaire, I specifically mean there is a a concept as a poor millionaire and a rich millionaire. Some people are thinking if you're a millionaire, you're not poor, but there are some people that just have $1 million. They just have $1.2 million. They just have $1.3 million. And again, some of you, this may be going over your head. You're like, that's still a lot of money. But if they spend, if you have a million dollars in a bank account and you go out and buy a $600,000 home somewhere, it's a rental property, something to bring you income. Okay, so you take... 600 something something thousand dollars you don't want to get a loan or whatever you go and buy it at cash you buy it cash guess what you're not a millionaire anymore <laughs> and so that is considered a poor millionaire all right so i always affirm that i'm a rich millionaire with multiple multiple hundreds of millions hundreds of millions. I have hundreds of millions. I have multiple, multiple hundreds of millions and I have rich millionaire ideas. I have rich millionaire ideas and I just trust that the ideas that God gives me are rich millionaire ideas, you know, and I just trust it and I just allow myself to dream and I just allow myself to pursue the things that God has put on my heart to pursue. So I'm saying all this to say, be encouraged. There's more for you, sis. There's more for you, charmers. There's more for you to learn. There's more for you to grow in. And I want you to continue to come back to this podcast. I want you to continue to bring me your testimonies. Speaking of testimonies, I'll share one with you guys now so i am actually getting ready to move super excited about it and i'm moving into a condo super excited about it and i had decided that i was not going to pay more than this this was what i desired to pay for the unit now the unit was advertised as like almost three times more than what i got it for but i got it for exactly the price that I desired exact price that I desired and I didn't even know if the current owner of the unit would negotiate on price at all but I made up in my mind that that was going to be what I wanted and the crazy thing is I'll tell you I keep saying I'm going to wrap up here but I'll tell you a brief story because I know that it somebody needs to hear it Um. while, before I ever called the realtor to inquire about the place, I had researched the place for a while. I knew I was like, okay, this is what I want. This is, yep, this is what I want. I've been there before, so I could picture it. I could visualize it. I know what it's like to be in the lobby. Say so I would, I would take myself there in a meditation. I would walk through the, the doors. I would talk to the doorman. You know, I would, you know, get on the elevator. I would go up to the condo. Like I could see it. I could visualize it. And I could taste it, smell it. I could hear the elevator ding. Right, creating those mental pictures are very important because they help influence your belief. They help influence your feelings, okay? And I should probably do a a podcast about this as well to help people break down. But you guys let me know. Write me in the DMs. Let me know if you want to have a breakdown on this. But I would take myself there. I would visualize it. And I've been doing this for a very long time. When I used to live in the San Francisco Bay Area and I wanted to work for uh, Pac-12 Media, before I ever started working there I would leave my job on my lunch break I, I googled the address I would walk there I would walk to the building one time I walked in the lobby past the security guard got on the elevator I did not know what floor the PAC-12 networks was on and I would just press in a number on the elevator like I knew where I was going and I would get off on the floor with the wrong floor but I would just act like it was PAC-12 that way I could just it was that much uh more simple for me to actually visualize, um, walking there every day. I can still see the lobby right now. There's a gym connected to that building. You walk in the lobby. There was an African-American man who was the security guard. You walk over to a set of elevators, you walk in, you click the button, you get off on your floor. And I would imagine it. And I would imagine that I was working at PAC-12 and then I ended up working at PAC-12 networks. So, I ended up being able to manifest that I did not have a full job, but I interviewed for some jobs, I volunteered, I met a lot of people that worked in the building, I was able to network with people, so many really amazing things happen. And those were ways that I would really work on my imagination and Um, I wanted things at the time when I was 22, 21 years old that I couldn't even dream of. I didn't even know how to put the picture together and I couldn't find anything online or a YouTube video or anything. So I would just have to go physically do it to create the picture. And I highly encourage you to do that if you're someone who has a tough time visualizing things. Um, Just go do it. If you want to, I've done this so many times when I wanted a job, sometimes I would just go Google the address and I would go commute to the building and I would just do it. And I would say, this is my job. And I would go physically and I would commute to the building. And therefore I had that already in my mind. And so when I would sit and meditate, I would imagine myself doing, it. I would take my mind there. So anyway, I use that same technique often. So I did that with this unit because I live all the way across the the country, okay, somewhere else, and so I would imagine this unit And I've mastered the floor layout of this unit so tough that I can close my eyes right now and I can see myself in the unit. I see myself walking down the hallway, getting off the elevator, walking down the hallway, opening the door. I see the hallway. I see the bedrooms. I see the floor to ceiling glass windows. I see it. I've already filled the apartment. It's not an apartment, but I already filled the condo with um, furniture. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I can smell it. I, I know how the unit smells. I see the garage. I see the parking space that I have. I see myself pulling out groceries out of my car. I see all of that. I can smell it, you know? So I visualize it so strongly that when I close my eyes, I can take myself there and I can see it, okay? And so I started doing that when I was like, okay, this is the unit that I want. This is where I want to move. This is where I want to go next. This is what I want to do next, Lord. And... In that process, before I ever called the realtor, I ended up sharing with a small mastermind group how I was going to be moving. And I shared with them where I was gonna move and a friend was like, oh, you know, so-and-so is looking for someone to set, you know, um, they own a condo here and, you know, you should look at it and da-da-da-da. I was like, okay, you know, send me the information, whatever. And so I looked at it And it checked all of my boxes. I wanted a two bedroom. I wanted to uh, have something that, you know, basically it's being transferred from owner to owner. This place had a little bit more. It it was, um, it had a fireplace, the place that I am going to does not have a fireplace, just different things like that. And there was nothing wrong with it. It was actually such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And I knew that it would be at a price point much more affordable than where I am moving. And so I really liked the idea of it. But after I looked at the video, I remember telling myself, no, we are not gonna (laughs) waver." And it's so amazing that I just shared that with you because I'm looking at something right now it's a paper where I have in front of me, it says zero wavering and underneath zero wavering, it says vision and underneath vision, it says imagination and underneath imagination, it says believe. (laughs) I know that's not by mistake. Maybe you should write that down. Zero wavering, vision, imagination, believe. And so while the unit looked gorgeous and I knew the person that owned the unit and that almost seemed like oh well that's what God is going to do in my life that's the door that God's going to open up I decided no I'm not going to waver I don't really I like the unit it's beautiful I love that condo that he owns but I don't want to live in that neighborhood and so it doesn't check all of my boxes I want to live here. I want to live downtown. I want to live wherever that is on the beach, whatever it is for you. Or I want to date this person, or I want to do this, or I want to earn this kind of money. There has to be zero wavering. You can't, you can, I looked at it, I looked at it. Okay. But I didn't truly consider it as an option. I didn't start changing my language and start saying, well, God, maybe this is what you're doing because you sent this person into my life and da 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 Nope. I didn't do any of those things. Instead, again, before I ever contacted the realtor about the place, the place was over, way over what I was willing to pay for it. But I just kept saying, that is my unit. That is my unit. God, send the heavenly angels before me to go to that place, to clean out any energy, negative energy, God, fill that place with the spirit of Sunday Eli, God, go before me and prepare a place for me in that unit, I was, I know the number, I was claiming the number, send your heavenly presence in that place, God, give me divine favor, Luke 252, Let me wax strong in wisdom, stature, and divine favor with God and man. Let me have divine favor with the owner of the unit. I am going to get it for this set price. They are going to come down on the price. And I'm telling you, like magic, when I finally reached out to the realtor, maybe I was a little bit nervous, but instead of leaning into that feeling, I leaned into the feeling of certainty. I talked about this in a previous podcast. Certainty. I leaned into the energy of certainty. I have it. I have it. I have it. And I would take myself to the, to the unit every day. I would take myself there mentally. I would go and walk in and see, see it. And I would, I would imagine I'm coming home with my groceries and I could smell my beautiful candles and I see my gorgeous furniture and I see my beautiful, sexy bedroom and my mirrors and my space where I do all of my personal development work. And I just, I saw it in the second bedroom. That's my office. And also the guest room. Like I just saw it. And I kept taking myself there every day till the picture became so vivid and so strong. So strong that I could feel it in all of my senses. So zero wavering, vision, imagination, believe. Don't waver in the things that you're asking God for. Don't waver in your vision. Don't waver in your imagination. Every time something comes up, Because there will be things that come up to to try to pull you back into a place of lack. And I have to say this. I have been guilty in the past of being someone that said, well, I was believing for this, but this thing showed up. It must be what God has for me. Mm, This is a whole word. This is a whole stake right here or let me think of something vegan. This is a whole nut meatloaf or something, okay? I have been the type of person that has wavered. I do have very strong faith and I have very strong belief and I believe that God is for me. But when things have popped up in the past, now I understand that things will always pop up right before the divine thing comes. And it's our job not to get distracted by that it's our job not to settle for the counterfeit and that's in every area I can think about when I moved to Las Vegas to work in local news I had that offer on the table and I didn't have any other offers and I had waited 365 days for my first offer in local news and right when I had got the offer for the job I ended up Um, getting a phone call from a television station in New York about being a sports reporter there. And I didn't believe that they were going to hire me. I didn't believe I was going to get the job. I didn't believe it. And so I took the Las Vegas job. You know, when we ended, I, I believe I was probably the first person that they interviewed for the position. I really do. And they, the uh, news director told me, well, it's very early on in the application process. We're probably going to interview a couple other people and we'll get back to you. And I remember telling myself, well, I got one offer on the table and one where I don't have the offer yet. I'm going to take the one with the offer on a table. It's close. It's right here next to California where I grew up. And I'll just take it. It's an offer on the table. It's not what I want to do, but I'll just do it. That was wavering. And I'm starting to realize that I have made that decision a lot in my past and I have regretted it. After two weeks on that job in Las Vegas, I knew I was not supposed to be there. I remember the second week on the job going into the bathroom and crying and calling my then boyfriend and my mother and telling them I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. here." and the beautiful thing is God allows everything to work out for our good but the people that i was running to for my advice they didn't have the vision and that's why i started out this this episode by sharing with you guys you have to do the dreaming you cannot run to other people you cannot run to i don't care how much you trust them i don't care how much they are your confidant your confidant they do not have the vision in you that God has put in you, they cannot tell you what it is that you're supposed to do. They cannot. They only see things from their perspective. So at the time when I was going to these people for advice, they were giving me advice from their world of reality, their reality of safe, their reality of work a job, their reality of go there, get a paycheck, some supernatural miraculous miracle is going to happen. You just need to get started somewhere. You can't just be out here without a job. You need to get there and you need to do something. You need to just be committed take, yeah, take a job that you don't want because they have taken jobs that they don't want to just get by, to just make it. So instead of saying, no, I'm a sports reporter. And so, no, I'm not gonna waver. I'm gonna gonna wait for the right thing. But I didn't, I wavered. And I've done that so many times in the past with jobs, with boyfriends, with all of that. Someone will come across my path, they'll be loud and they'll be like, yeah, girl, I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. And I'm like, well, he wants me, you know, I've checked a lot of the boxes. Okay, God, they seem like a good person. They're not really what I was praying for, but okay, sure, I'll date you because I got tired of what I was waiting for. I got weary in the well-doing and I started to waver. But I am finally, praise God, okay, I have finally done that path enough times to realize it's a waste of time. Well, it wasn't a waste of time because I grew in wisdom. But I am finally at a place where I realize waiting and having zero wavering energy and believing for the vision that has always been inside of me is worth it. And a lot of times, I ended up accepting the things that came because deep down, I didn't really believe that I could do it. And I know that's true for you. You accept a lot of things that come into your path because deep down, you think to yourself, well, this probably came because this is what I'm supposed to do. No. Just like that condo that was in the part of town I didn't want to live in, yes, it was brought to my attention because, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm going to move there. Yep. And I am looking for a place. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It has two bedrooms because I need an office space, at home office. Oh, my goodness. It has this. It has that. Oh, wow. It has two bathrooms, too. Oh, wow. It has this. It has a fireplace. It has all these amazing things. Oh, my God. I do know so-and-so. Wow. They're the owner. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Like, there were so many things about it that seemed easier. Mm-hmm. But was it what I wanted? No. And I refuse to accept anything else that is an almost. Ooh, that's a word. I refuse to accept anything else in my life that is almost. Well, he's almost everything I wanted. Well, this job is almost everything I wanted or this career is almost everything I wanted. I'm not doing it anymore. I will have exactly what I am envisioning, exactly what I am imagining, exactly what I'm believing for. So instead of being distracted by the different things that come across my vision, it's okay to see them, but let them pass. You can see them. Okay, let me see. Does this check what I really want? Is this in alignment with what I'm believing for? No, okay, well, I'm going to put my energy back into what I'm believing for. And lo and behold, I ended up getting the condo for the exact price. I ended up earning the amount of money that I desired for the month of December over the amount of money that I desired for the month of December, which is like six times almost what I was making working in my former nine to five job that was out of alignment right and so I'm so grateful it works it works it works it works I want to encourage you to keep pushing into your belief don't waver keep strong it's like working out don't waver you want the body sis it takes discipline. It takes discipline in your food. It takes discipline in working out. I know people don't like to work out, but find a workout you like to do. Find out some, find a cardio you enjoy. You don't want to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to go lifting all kinds of weights. Okay. If you don't want to be a skinny mini, you don't have to only do cardio. <laughs> find something that you enjoy. Get a vision in your head lock into that vision every time food gets ready to pass your lips or an option is presented before you think about that weight think about that scale number see it in your mind make it so real that you naturally just begin to attract things that help you manifest that goal even my mother I'm going to go see her for Christmas and she wants to be a vegan now what so she the whole time I go home guess what we're gonna be eating nothing but healthy which is helping me maintain my goal okay then in January yep Daniel fast season you know what time it is which is also I was kind of rolling my eyes when I was hearing somebody announce it but then I was like you know what thank you God it's allowing me to lean in to my goals It's allowing me to lean in to my goals. So I just want to encourage you today, Charmers, dream, 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 dream. Do not waver. Do not waver. Do not waver and believe. And I guarantee you the good father is faithful and loves you and you will have it.